This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Hello listeners, this is Anne on Manawatu Spotlight on Manawatu People's Radio bringing you the long-awaited programme about the sport of golf. So a big welcome to Norm Rapson. Welcome. Morning Anne. So when and um, where etc was Palmerston North introduced to um, golf? Well I, I can't tell you exactly when it was introduced to golf but I can tell you that uh, the Man or Two Golf Club is one of the oldest golf clubs in the country, and from memory, I think that was established in 1892. Uh, so it is; it's in the top three or four oldest courses in New Zealand. Oh, that's great! So, and so you don't know who buy or any other details? Or? No, I'm afraid not. So, uh, um, I'm a bit young for that, Anne. <laughs> You, you and me both, but uh, um, yes, I, I guess that would have been in the annals that somebody could have told us. But however, so the Palmerston North Golf Clubs in eighteen nineties or so, because the um, history side of it was what we were focusing on. So, uh, do you happen to know who played golf? Oh, individual, not, not particularly names, no, but not, um, well, they tended to be uh, what happened uh, when golf started in Scotland. It was uh, uh, sort of gentrified men who had nothing, nothing better to do, probably, um, and uh, it sort of sort of grew from there to uh, to become more mainstream over recent years. So, in Palmerston North, it it would have been sort of like. Businessmen, etc., that would have played it very much. So I would say, uh, you know, a social occasion and uh, and and a little networking back in uh, back in the day. And so, would they have played um, competition, or you have no idea? I I suspect they probably did play competition because uh, you know at that time it was a, a relatively established game, and there were a number of formats. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a. You know, always that friendly haggle between uh, between gentlemen uh, on the golf course. All right. So, um, and uh, where was it played? Well, I mean, essentially, the, the as I say, the first course was was at, at the Manor Two, and and uh, uh, it, it kind of grew from there as it as it outgrew its uh, its size, and then you saw a number of other courses started to uh, appear around the province as well, and very similar to many other provinces in New Zealand. But Palmerston North Golf has always been where it is. Uh, when you say Palmerston North Golf. Um, uh, there's the there's the Palmerston North Golf Club where where I hail from, which uh, which started in 1930, but it actually started uh, uh, where the um, Awatapu Colleges originally, uh, and had moved uh, twice since that time, uh, once uh, during the war, uh, and then uh, to its current site in Brightwater Terrace in the uh, in the 60s. All right, so. Um 
it's a 18 or 9 hole course? It's an 18 hole course, uh, but in the province itself there are quite a number of 9 hole courses as well. So if you want to play 18 holes on a nine hole, do you go around twice or do you have to go somewhere else to play uh, 18? No, no, you can you can play nine holes obviously on an 18 hole course and you have two different nines. But on a nine hole course, many clubs uh, have uh, a, a situation where you play it twice or they have different tee markers. So there's a little bit of variation between the two nines. Oh, I see. Right. So... Uh, um I'm not a golfer, obviously. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, there are some courses in, in in this region that don't have nine and don't have eighteen. They have uh, a number of holes in between, and and they set it up so that you can play eighteen holes uh, with that limited number of holes. So you might have six, and you do three times two. Yeah, or you've got thirteen, and you you play you play a couple play of an them. extra three or correct. whatever, or five yes. actually, if my maths is yes, right. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, oh, okay, all right. So uh, um, are the rules the same today as they were way back in way back then? Well, prob- probably the basic rules are the same, but like any sport, as it get as it grows and gets bigger, uh, the, the rules tend to get bigger. Some some would say golf is probably one of the overruled sports in the world. Uh, it's a, it's quite a thick um, uh, rule book that's uh, issued by the Royal and Ancient uh, um, uh, Golf. Golf in uh, in Scotland, uh, and there are there are um, situations on golf courses that are different everywhere. Um, but uh, they try and standardise those. But to say that it has has a small um, uh, set of rules would be an understatement. I mean, <laughs> so it, it's um, they, they'd be wherever, particularly for the professional um, golfers, that they'd have to be fairly. Cognizant, and they'd be much the same wherever they played. Yes, I mean P- the PGA members and and professional golfers. Uh, part of their training is in the rules of golf, uh, and uh, and whenever they play in tournaments, there are also additional local rules that are in place depending on the golf course as well. All oh, right. So, uh, um, as I said, I'm not a golfer. So, um, if you can start by, how is it scored? Ooh. <laughs> in simple terms, you, you tee off, and uh, the the objective is to get that little small white ball into the hole uh, 300 or 400 yards away and the least number of shots. But inside that, there are quite a number of different types of competitions that you can um, that you can play as well. So when you um, – I've heard terms like par and birdie and eagles yes. and goodness knows what else. So what, what are those? Uh, well – Par is is what they would consider to be what you should get on a on a golf hole. Uh, for example, if it's a par four, then the the uh, the card states that that's technically what you should try and get into the hole for. If you have a birdie, uh, a birdie is one under. So, uh, for example, a par four, and you and you were able to get into the hole on three, that would be considered a birdie. And then uh, you have a uh, an albatross or an eagle. An eagle is two under. Oh, right. uh, and then there are all sorts of different names for those that can you know get it in three under um, uh, and that varies from country to country but uh, it's referred to uh, on most occasions as an albatross all right so that's that's not the one that's um, it takes you forever and a day like I would take to no get. <laughs> no you, 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 you at the other end of the scale if you're supposed to get it in four and you get it in five then that's called a bogey. 
Uh, oh, that's right. one over what you should have, and then a double bogey, and then a triple bogey, and then depending on the on your uh, level of play, you you may have more the than that. Absolutely useless. Well, <laughs> generally at that stage, Anne, you pick the ball up and put it in your pocket and go to the next hole. <laughs> Or, or the the person you're playing against. So, um, how's it played generally? Just um, singly, individually, or there are the, the game is uh, is an individual sport, but there are quite a number of variations that can that can be played that include two people playing together, or three people, or even four people playing as a team. Uh, and um, the, there is a, a, a complicating competition uh, for many people, which is called Stableford, and that. That means that if you have a par, you get two points. If you have a birdie, you get three points. And if you have a bogey, you only get one point. So right. the the idea is to get the, the most number of Stableford points. Oh, so that that's um, how you win the game in that particular case. Yes, if it's a yes. And, and, and a lot will depend on whether you're playing in a match play competition, where you're playing against another person, or, or you're just playing against the rest of the field. Uh, so you're playing by yourself against everyone else. All oh, right. So, and what's uh, well? I think you might have explained already the differences between the eighteen and the nine holes. Um, <laughs> basically, well, I guess most tournament ones would be eighteen. Is that correct? They are. That's yeah. the standard for uh, golf holes around the world. And they're they're in all sorts of. Then you have. Um, Lots of things that hazards is, is that what they're called? Uh, they're, they're called penalty areas now. All right. They okay. used to be called hazards, um, and that's once again the the Royal and Ancient uh, um, in Scotland set set the rules in conjunction with the PGA of America, and uh, uh, they have changed things recently. You don't go in a in a um, in a hazard anymore, which was tended to be water. Uh, uh, you, you're now going to a penalty area and there are different procedures for you to proceed in terms of penalties for going in those areas as well. So you don't have to worry about trying to hit your ball out if, if you get in, in water, for example. Well, you, you have a, you actually do have a choice. If, you, oh, if right. you're brave enough to hit it out of the water, you can, but we don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> or you can take a, a penalty and drop it out of the water here. All right, so so you actually take the ball out yep. and and hit it on, and, on and land. <laughs> that's correct, there? and 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 you 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 uh, incur a one one hit penalty if you like. All right, um, but the idea is to hit it up the middle all the time, man. It's not to go into the into the into the water. Well, that's true. That's true. Or the sand traps. Is that what they're called? Sand traps. They're called sand traps. Yep, yep. Uh, you can you can play them out of the sand trap. Or uh, if you feel that you can't, then you can drop it out. Once again, there's a penalty stroke involved as well. Because I, I have seen golf on TV from time to time, just not whole games, but uh, yep. and seen these things happening and thought, well, what? Um, so what, um, the Palmerston North uh, course, that's yes. what it's called, isn't it? Um, how difficult is that? Has it got lots of these things in or are they rules as to how many sand sand traps and, and um, water penalty places that no, you can not have? No, not at all. I mean every course in New Zealand is rated um, in terms of its difficulty by um, a group of people that are directed by Golf NZ so that, and that will depend on the, the number of or the 
the the the width of the fairways that you have to hit down, the number of trees, how much water is on the course. Uh, so there's a whole lot of factors that come in come into play when they rate a course into in terms of how difficult it is. So. Um that, uh, so you have a rating, and so I, I guess uh, for somebody starting out, they yes. want to start on a less difficult course. Well, yeah, that that's true, but at at, at the same time, the rating um, affects how you get your golf handicap. Um, you know, the, the the harder the rating, then the more generous your handicap becomes, and the easier the rating. Uh, for example, if you had a course that had no trees and no sand traps and no water, that would be a um, a much easier rating, and therefore your handicap would be lower because it's so much easier to play. Oh, so your handicap, if if you've got a high one it's a harder one they're expecting you to take more hits to actually get into the holes that's that correct and that's right. I, that, that's I guess the the one of the, the the beauties of the game is that everybody plays on the same level you you, you have a handicap which is commensurate with your ability uh, at the game. So how do you get a handicap to begin with if you're just starting if out? If you're just starting out, uh, you um, and if you've joined a club, uh, you, you have to put in uh, a minimum number of cards or, or, or rounds played right. um, for, uh, for a handicap to be set. And then as every card comes in, uh, that is added to the mix. And up to, up to a certain number, and I don't want to complicate things too much, <laughs> but up to a certain number, uh, every new card that comes in, the card that is the oldest will drop off. So that your, your handicap is, is a reflection of how you're playing at the time. All right. So if, if you're inconsistent, that could be a problem. It could be a problem, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, you play really well one day and then the next day you go out or whenever um, and you play really badly, that sort of… Yes, yeah, yeah. And and what happens there is that depending on the score that drops off at the, at the other end, it might be a good one and you've put in a bad one, then your handicap will ch- may change a little, but… The, the, there have been some recent changes to um, handicap systems worldwide and that uh, you can only go go out, if you like, your handicap can only get bigger uh, over 12 months, a, a maximum number of times. And I suppose that's, that's been put in place to, to stop those unethical golfers from right. playing the game, as it were. And um, I believe that golf is quite expensive to play. Let's, that, I think that's a misnomer. I mean, people, people, people think that it's expensive. New, in New Zealand, we're, we're, we're amongst the, the, the lowest priced golfing countries in the world. Um, and depending on what clubs you, you, what clubs you want to play in, I mean, you, in the manner or two, you can play for a full membership, depending on the club, you can pay anything from $300 through to $1,500. And then once again, that's commensurate with the quality of the course, the facilities that are provided by the course, etc. But I like to, I like to try and strip it right back to what does it cost per day to play golf? And an average club in, in New Zealand, um, that, that charges, let's say, seven or eight hundred dollars a year. Um, you, you're talking about, you know, a cup of coffee a week. Right. Um, that you, you you're going to have to go without your latte this week. So if if I join a club, yep. Um, is that the only fees that I have to pay, or are they green? Uh 
Yeah, if you join a golf club, you are paying for the membership of the club and therefore you you are not required to pay any more unless you enter competitions, etc. But... Um, if you are not a member of a golf club and you want to play at a golf club, then golf clubs set a a, a green fee, which which is a reflection of the services that are being provided. I mean, I guess a lot of people think that golf courses are, you know, they the, the manicure themselves, but there's actually an <laughs> awful lot of work required yes. to uh, to keep them in the condition that people expect them to be in. I've driven past some where they're being um, watered with. Um Oh, what do you call them? Machines yes. and, and that sort of thing, and others have been mowed with a ride-on mower. And yes, so yes. What else? Living, so I, I guess well, there's a great, great deal of upkeep. Absolutely. I mean, in 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 our case at Palmas North Golf Club, I mean, there's 42 hectares. It's not something you can do with a push behind mower. No. <laughs> Well, you could, I guess, but you'd certainly it'd be like painting the Auckland Harbour you would Bridge. Never, you'd start you would never and then you'd, you'd be back to the start again yes, when you finished. Yes, indeed. Right, and okay. that's probably the single biggest cost of a lot of golf clubs is the is the is the equipment required to maintain the club the course in a in a in a, um, a sufficiently good condition. So, what you're saying, if I heard you correctly, was if I joined Palmerston North Club, for example, yep. I could then go and pay over and fielding, but I'd pay a visitor's um, green fee. Correct. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And many clubs have arrangements between themselves where the member of this club can play at that club at a preferential rate. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Now, talking about clubs, we'll yep. go to the equipments. So um, a set of golf clubs, is it necessary to have a whole set to play properly? Or no, not, no, not at all, not at all. Um, you know, there, there are many starter sets of clubs that don't have the required, you know, people think that you've got to have the full set of clubs, and a full set of clubs is approximately 14 golf clubs. Um, but you can play a, a very, very satisfactory round with only three or four clubs. As long as you've got a putter and you've got something to get you, get yourself out of those sand traps that you <laughs> talked about earlier uh, and, um, you know, an iron or, or a wood to drive off the tee, you can enjoy a game of golf quite easily. So have, have the um, equipment changed over the years or have they sort of been fairly standard? <laughs> There's been an awful lot of change in equipment over the years, and um, you know when they started out in Scotland in the old days, it was all hickory shafts and 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 the like. But now um, there is a huge range of different types of clubs available, depending on the golfer themselves. And and and, you know we recommend that if anybody is starting out, yes, sure you can get a starting set of clubs. But if you get a little bit more serious about the game, then you can actually be fitted by by Professional, professional into yeah. into a set of clubs which suits you and how you swing the ball, etc., and your strengths. Well, it depends also too because you've got shorter and taller people. So yes, indeed. Yeah, and, and, and left-handed ones as well. Yeah. So there are left-handed um, clubs as well. So um, you know that. Well, I guess. And and most of the manufacturers and produce left and right handed clubs, but the reality is that there are more right handed people around than there are left handed people. But uh, you're right about this. You know, if you're a very tall person, then you want a a club that's a bit longer than than someone who's um, you know a, a few inches shorter than you. And um, 
that they changed in their material. Um, so you have you said irons, yep, yes, and, and woods, yes. So what sort of material are they made? Well, the the advanced to titanium and lightweight mm-hmm. metals. Uh, they have um, shafts which are graphite now, and because they're much lighter, and they they are cl- classed as irons in as, as opposed yeah, to woods. The, the, they call them woods because traditionally they were they were made, wood made, made of, of wood, wood or right. um, persimmon or a laminated wood. Now they're made from high tech high technology materials. So um, there aren't any actual wood clubs left. Well, there are, uh, but, but um, <laughs> people people tend not to use them because they don't they don't travel as far now. All right. Yes, I, I guess um, metal hitting would would go about there. So lots of changes and everything. Um, now the club here um, is one in the Manawatu, so yep. there are several others in Palm. There in are, Manawatu. I think, from memory, there's about nineteen golf clubs in the Manawatu. Uh, and Manawatu is Manawatu slash Whanganui, uh, and um, there are a combination of 18-hole clubs, um, such as ours at Palmerston North, uh, and nine-hole clubs, um, and and uh, there is a nine-hole club at um, Tafero in Whanganui, for example. All oh, right. So um, do any clubs have, have a go days anywhere that you know of? Yep. Uh, most most clubs, uh, particularly those with a, a PGA professional, will have a will organise you know have a go days or you know we 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 at Palmerston North have run uh, she loves golf and we have golf for for, for ladies uh, and particularly those that have never played uh, and those are hugely successful days for us and the club will supply. Um Clubs, it sounds good, doesn't it? Yes. Um, and for for a fee to, to hire them and uh, to have a go. Oh well, with those have a go days, we don't we don't charge for those kinds of things. I mean, they're basically for people to come and try it and see if they enjoy the game. Um, but uh, you know, if if they don't have a set and they want to play eighteen holes, then we have sets available, as do as do other clubs, um, for hire um, for eighteen holes or for nine holes. And coaching is available. Yep. Yes. Yes. We. Um, I, I guess anybody can coach, but then there are those. Then there are those people that are trained to coach, and um, you know we would recommend anybody who's starting out uh, to uh, to see their PGA professional, which is New Zealand's Professional Golfers Association. Uh, and um, they can analyse your swing and um, and give you some advice before you even set foot on a golf course. All oh, right, okay. So, what sort of commitments um, is there to make if you're actually going to take up golf? I mean, well, I guess it's individual, but it, it um, is. Um, it depends if you want to be playing golf every every <laughs> hour of the day. But um, you know, to play eighteen holes, you, you you're likely talking around four hours. Uh, to play nine holes about half that time, um, you know th- there are people that like to play uh, a couple of rounds, you know, every couple of days. Uh, it very much depends on the individual, and if you're a member of a club, it's unlimited, so you can continue playing from dawn till dusk if you uh, if you really wanted to. Now, do you have to book times that you want to play? The, there are times um, of the week where uh, member members have. Organised competitions, 
Uh, and if you're, a, if you're, for example, an 18-hole member, then you're more than welcome to join in those competitions. You can make bookings through our, prof- our uh, professional uh, and the golf shop, or you can, um, because you're a member of the golf club, you can actually book those online uh, without uh, without leaving the warmth of your of your lounge. All oh, right. So, uh, um, anything else in, about golf in general or the history of it here? Well, I, I guess the the history in the Manotou is is very similar to the the way it's developed everywhere else in the country. Uh, you, you you had a a group of people that um, you know thought it'd be a great idea to to get out get out and get a bit of fresh air and a bit of exercise, and then that got uh, too big. And uh, someone down the road thought it would be a good idea if they started a golf course. So you know there are New Zealand has a population of five. What is it? Five million, I think, from last count. Uh, and um, we have one of the highest ratios of golf clubs um, to to uh, population. There's something like 390 golf courses in New Zealand. Uh, and, and, a, the, and a lot of people would be saying that some of those should have houses on them. Well, I, I guess they. I, I guess they can. The, 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 everyone's got an opinion on something. I, I guess one of the, the 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 nice things about golf it's an opportunity for people to get out, enjoy the fresh air, uh, and um, get a bit of exercise. Right. Um, and uh, you know, in today's world, I think that should be encouraged. But. Um, uh, I, I can't really comment on houses. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's not our our specialities, is Indeed. it? Indeed. So, how do people contact you if they were interested? In yeah, they can contact us by. I mean, if if they wanted to call us, they can just call our number, which is three five one zero seven hundred, and ask to talk to uh, either the professional or to one of us in the main office. Uh, they can. Go to our website, which is pngolf.co.nz, uh, or um, uh, they can email us. Uh, and the easiest email to contact us is hello at pngolf.co.nz. So hello at pngolf.nz.co.nz. Yeah. Cool. So that's great. So thank you very much for coming in. We're going to finish off with the golf song by Scotty Alexander. So thank you again. Thanks very much, Anne. There's a reason I don't play Augusta And the FedEx Cup passes me by I hit thin, I hit fat, and I got a high handicap Yeah, I know the score never lies But there's always that one shot the one that fills you with joy It's straight down the middle Yeah, I've solved the riddle And I think I'm McElroy But I don't have Tiger's talent I can't hit a flop shot like Phil I don't drive it like DJ But I think that someday if I hit the gym Maybe I will If I only had more time to practice If I just had those clubs on TV Oh, it fills me with hope Behind these big ropes Thinking someday that could be me Then life gets in the way It's hard to find time to play and when Sunday unfolds, I got lawns to mow and a honeydew list all damn day. 
And my daughter's crushing on Fowler And my wife is crushing on Scott And I think I've read couples to the back And I just doubles the mess that I made on the front Cause I don't have Tiger's talent I can't hit a flop shot like Phil I don't drive it like DJ But I think that someday if I hit the gym Maybe I will If I only had more time to practice If I just had those clubs on TV Oh, it fills me with hope Behind these big ropes Thinking someday that could be me Oh, it fills us with hope Behind these big ropes Thinking someday that could be me If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.